From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, I'm Monique Aiken, and this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, December 9th. Today, we'll hear from Aisha Weeks, Managing Director of the Deerfield Fund for Black Wealth. She spoke with Impact Alpha's David Bank about their strategy for building intergenerational Black wealth by making homeownership more accessible. But first, here's what you need to know from the week in Impact Investing. Impact Alpha was on the scene at the biannual Mission Investors Exchange Conference in Baltimore. Foundation presidents, including Ford's Darren Walker, McKnight's Tanya Allen, and Certainist John Chen talked racial equity, climate action, and centering communities in investment decision-making. Mission-aligned investors were particularly interested in the growing number of models being deployed to support historically marginalized individuals and communities build wealth. In Montreal, environmental ministers from nearly 200 countries are hammering out a global biodiversity framework that could serve as a kind of Paris Agreement for nature. Among the nearly two dozen targets, protecting 30% of global land and oceans by 2030. Also on tap, corporate disclosure of impacts on nature. The COP15 Biodiversity Summit comes as human development is pushing the planet towards a sixth mass extinction. Tying fund managers' compensation to impact performance may be easier said than done. Fund managers typically get a share of financial gains from the investments they make in the form of carried interest, or simply carry. Should compensation for impact fund managers also be pegged to the impact performance of their portfolios? Agents of impact raised a host of practical challenges that must be overcome before impact carry can be widely adopted. Join the debate on impactalpha.com. Also on Impact Alpha, December's list of impact funds that are raising capital now. It's been a difficult year for fundraising, but impact funds have proven resilient. Among the funds on this month's list is Deakin Impact, based in Costa Rica and Canada, which invests in businesses delivering sustainable energy and improving livelihoods in Latin America and the Caribbean. And now for a featured interview. Aisha Weeks is the Managing Director of the Deerfield Fund for Black Wealth. She spoke with David Bank at VC Includes' recent conference in Berkeley, California. Let's listen in. Tell us about the Deerfield Fund. Well, the Deerfield Fund is currently incubating in Gary Community Ventures, and we are squarely focused on closing the racial wealth gap for Black and African-American families um, that have not had an opportunity to build generational wealth due to uh, discriminatory housing practices over the decades and systemic racism. So we are a $20 million fund that's um, some private equity model, but we have an innovative approach in terms of providing down payment assistance in the form of shared equity model. Okay, let's unpack that. Down payment assistance in the form of shared equity. Yes, so we provide up to $40,000, which is 15% of the purchase price, for a home buyer to be able to um, get over the barrier of having lack of access to capital. Um, so one of the main ways in which you build wealth in the U.S. is through homeownership or small business. Homeownership is the most accessible way. So we're stepping in to say that families, white families, would be able to cut checks, right? So you'll have a grandmother or, or, or the parents able to help their um, loved one on their journey to realizing their American dream by cutting a check. 
Black families, African-American families, the rate of us being able to have access to that are very low. Deerfield is stepping in and saying, we're going to be that um, that access point to be able to provide you with the capital to be able to purchase your first home and build generational wealth. The shared equity model comes in is that it's a soft second mortgage. So we don't, uh, interest doesn't accumulate. There's no monthly payment. The home buyer will repay the original form of down payment plus a, a 5% of the appreciated value of a home. So that is the shared equity model. But that will only come back when the home is sold. Sold or refinanced. Or yes. refinanced. Yes. Or, or if the home is no longer their primary residence. So most times, based on the research, a first-time home buyer holds on to a house maybe five to seven years. So we've modeled those assumptions based on that. And then at the time that they, re, um, they sell or refinance, um, they would repay it at that time plus the 5% of the appreciated uh, value. So this helps folks get into the housing market, yes. build some equity, then they can refinance and be off and running. Yes, yes. And you're doing this first in Denver. In Denver. And correct. why Denver? Denver is the home of Gary Community Ventures. Um, and so they are squarely focused on changing the arc of opportunity for children and families in Colorado. So they have a track record of, of innovating um, solutions to longstanding issues. Um, and so Deerfield is one fund that they have incubated and they have done others in the past. So of course, Colorado is near and dear to their mission. Um, and so we're looking at the Denver metro area. But I think the beauty of our um, model is that we have interest from other cities, city of Seattle, um, folks in um, Philly, who are really leaning in, thinking that this may work in their market. And so a part of our mission at Deerfield is to create a replication model um, so that we have a playbook and then we can help other cities be able to launch a similar fund in their marketplace. And you would you would go city to city once you prove out the model in Denver? Those that are interested, we will um, partner with them, identify who is the right partners at the table to be able to um, to launch the fund and ensuring that they have all of the, the sweet recipes that, that go into making this successful. Um, but we necessarily wouldn't be the ones deploying the capital. They would then go out and raise the capital for, for their market. Um, at least that's the way that we envision our fund one. Who knows what happens in the future? We've gotten so much interest for folks around the country, even at the BCI conference to say, oh, you know, were you expanding in other markets? And it's a yes, but how much we're actually going to like, invest in other cities um, is not necessarily the plan now, but definitely providing that technical assistance um, and guidance um, is, is where we're thinking we can have the most impact. Are there similar models or where did, where did the idea come from, the structure uh, things this way? Sure, that's a great question. So there are other models um, that have a shared equity component. Um, but what we see is that the um, the share of the appreciation that some of those models take is really high. It gets anywhere from 15 to 20% of the um, equity share. And so because Deerfield is squarely focused on generational wealth creation, we wanted the majority of the upside to be with the families, just taking enough for our fund to be able to return us um, a mid-single digit IR to investors, but understanding that most of that is going, that equity is going to live with the families, which is the point of being able to you know, create generational wealth. Home affordability uh, was easier overall when mortgage rates were 2% or 2.5% than Absolutely. it is at 5 or 6%. So how is the interest rate environment going to affect the fund? 
You know, that's um, such a, a multi-layered answer. So one thing I would say is that because we have really committed lending partners, so Deerfield is not the uh, the first mortgage holder with a second lien position. So we have to have really committed lenders at the table. Um, and because we're currently working with lenders that portfolio their loans, they're able to have a little bit more um, you know, say-so in terms of keeping those interest rates low. So while we're seeing the national rates creep up to you know, 7% and beyond, the deals that we still have coming in are around 5.5%, which is really incredible. Um, and another thing that I would say is that... Um, and because of us being able to provide that capital at the table, 40000 plus some of our partners are providing grants, we know the larger town payment also can help lower interest rates as well. So it's a really um, great thing to say that we're providing not only um, the asset that you need for entry, but it's having like a, a domino effect of actually helping the interest rate you know, to be lower. One thing that I will also say is encouraging for our Deerfield families is that we have this national narrative of affordability. Like there's nothing affordable out there. Um, and that's, you know, could be true for those that are even, you know, middle to upper income. What we're seeing um, in Denver is that there's still great affordability. The um, average um, area median income for income for our families is anywhere from say 60, 50 to, you know, up to 80,000 on average. Um, so that's considered low to moderate income in an in a area like Denver. And they're able to find properties that they can afford lower their housing costs because um, you know the, it's actually lower than renting and be able to provide economic stability because they have a fixed housing cost as opposed to a landlord showing up and saying, hey, I'm raising your rent by $500. So in terms of like the exponential benefit that we're seeing just goes beyond kind of like that point of entry to all the other benefits of homeownership, not only for families, but also from like a community development economic development perspective in terms of neighborhood building as well. Now, you've just finished your first close. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. 7.75 7. million, yes. And the investors like Gary Community. Uh, uh, Gary Community Ventures. Gary Community Ventures. Yes, and our anchor investor, Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. As part of a kind of racial wealth building uh, initiative of theirs. Correct, correct. And is that an equity fund or is that, are they providing debt? The um, Deerfield Fund is an equity fund. It's an equity fund. Yes. And just tell us about yourself and how you got into this and 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 and, and started the project. Sure. So I come from um, a very unique background, not a traditional VC or PE background, um, but I was um, in a career in financial services, and I worked in Brooklyn, New York, and I had a very diverse client set those that were you know, low to moderate income to mass affluent. And I kind of saw the disparities in access and resources, even from a fin from financial systems that didn't necessarily take into consideration um, you know, being able to provide um, inclusive underwriting for, for families. And I thought that you know, maybe I could use my banking background for good. Um, I kind of tired of driving the bottom line for a Fortune 500 um, company, although the experience that I had there turned out to be very valuable and useful for me today. And I transitioned into community development because I wanted to have more of a mission-oriented, um, you know, slant to my career but found myself also still working with financial institutions, but on their community reinvestment. So their CRA obligations, you know, sat at, at tables negotiating billions of dollars in, um, in at merger banks wanted to buy another bank. They needed to enter into, you know, community reinvestment 
initiative agreements to say what the impact was going to be positively on the community. Um, and I had the opportunity to lead financial inclusion and racial equity initiatives and really build a broad-based coalition. And I started to see that as much as the impact that we can make, there's no sector alone that can really redress the historic discrimination that has happened for, for Black families in the U.S. And entering into this world of, of venture capital and private equity and the massive amount of resources that lie here, it's a tremendous opportunity for those to be able to lean in, who care about racial equity, who care about closing the, the, the wealth gap, um, to be able to find a place in which their, their dollars can truly impact for generations. So it's an incredible opportunity to be in a place where folks are leaning in and caring about it based on the conversations that I've had um, since I took on this role just a few months ago. Has anybody uh, been able to, to buy a house yet uh, through the fund or are Absolutely. you waiting? Absolutely. We have over a hundred, a hundred home buyers thus far. So we've deployed nearly $4 million in capital um, through a very um, generous and strategic loan from Gary Community Ventures that got the fund started. So we've been making loans for um, at least a year now. So we have some wonderful success stories of families who said that they would not have been able to be competitive in this Denver market, even when the interest rates are at 2.2 and 2.5%. There was still a barrier of entry in terms of not having the capital for closing costs and um, and down payment. So um, we're making an impact from day one, just in the stability and the stories that people share about how they now have peace. Um, they can, you know, really breathe and they know that they're building um, wealth for their children and their children's children's children. Um, so it's just been an incredible journey in such a short amount of time. And that's going to do it for this week's Impact Briefing. Thanks to Aisha, David, and our producer, Isaac Silk. Ready to try Impact Alpha? Sign up for Impact Alpha Open free of charge directly at impactalpha.com. Want to go deeper? Grab a subscription and get full access to the site, Agents of Impact calls, and the daily email brief. Just go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and choose an annual subscription. Thank you for listening. I'm Monique Aiken, Managing Director for TIP, the Investment Integration Project. Be sure to check back for next week's briefing. And until then, take care.